Imagine losing your husband. Imagine you are advanced in age. And imagine you have no one to look after you. No friends, no family. If you can start to imagine that, then you can start to relate to the persistent widow that is found in today's Gospel reading from St. Luke chapter 18. This passage brings us back 2,000 years and tosses us from northern Manitoba over to the Middle East. That's where this passage took place. And in Jesus' day, there were not a whole lot of government programs for widows. It was understood at that time in that society that the family was responsible for taking care of their aging elders. But for some reason, and we don't know the reason, it's probably a tragic one. This persistent widow had no one to look after her. And she had no one to help her with the legal dispute that she's involved in. Now we don't know the exact nature of this legal dispute, except that she's receiving the short end of the stick. Someone's trying to take advantage of this widow. She's being treated unfairly. And so she goes to the courts of her time, such as they were, hoping to receive some justice. Imagine losing your ancestral land. Or imagine being discriminated against because you're creed, or black, or a woman, or you're not from here originally, or because of your appearance, or because you're disabled, or whatever. And imagine that even though you have some friends and some family, the injustices against you and people like you continue to take place. If you can imagine that, you can start, you can start to relate to the plight of some of the folks living here in Thompson, but also lots of other people in other places and in other situations. Question for you, the judge in this parable that Jesus tells, the story we just heard, is the judge a nice guy? No, not so much. Jesus tells us right from the start that he does not fear God and he has no respect for people. He's not the sort of man you would ideally want to bring your case to. But it doesn't stop the persistent widow. In fact, Jesus tells us that she keeps saying to him, Grant me justice against my opponent. No. Grant me justice against my opponent. No. Grant me justice against my opponent. No. Finally, he refuses to even see her. So she goes outside of his courthouse and goes, Grant me justice against my opponent. Grant me justice against my opponent. And finally, he caves. As Jesus tells us, the judge tells himself in Luke 18, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice. A little boy 
was kneeling at his bed with his mom. He was saying his nighttime prayers. Dear God, please bless mommy and daddy and my whole family and hope that I have a good night's sleep. But then he looked up and he started to shout, and don't forget to get me a bicycle for my birthday. <laughs> and his mother said, honey, there is no need to shout. God is not deaf. No, but grandma who lives upstairs is. <laughs> Jesus tells this parable in part to prove the mother's point. God is not deaf. God is not like the unjust judge in this story. And if that no good judge would finally give in and grant justice to this deserving persistent widow, then how much more would the God of love, the God of Jesus Christ, the God who mothers us, the God who fathers us, the God of the earth, the God of the sky, how much more will that God grant our pleas for justice? And Luke 18 says, absolutely, that God will. Some questions for you. The persistent widow, did she get justice for herself the first time she asked? No. No. Maybe there's a lesson there for some of us. When you pray, every time you pray, do you instantly get that prayer answered the first time you ask? No, not always. Maybe there's a lesson there for you. Is it easy to lose heart in the face of difficulty and pain and to stop praying? Yes, yes, it is. But Jesus' message to you this morning is to be persistent in prayer, persistent in your faith. Don't lose heart. As Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, And it will be given you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open for you. For everyone who asks, receives. And everyone who searches, finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be open. So be persistent in prayer. Be persistent in faith. Okay, wait, 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 I'm sorry, stop, we have to stop the sermon, we have to stop the sermon, time out. There is a issue on the table here, some of you have already thought about it. Here's the issue, let's take a little survey, raise your hand if you've ever prayed for something and the prayer was answered, raise your hand. Okay, good, see some hands. Now, raise your hand if you've ever prayed for something and it appeared not to be answered. Yeah. Several hands went up. There is definitely a mystery, a frustrating mystery sometimes to prayer, unanswered prayer. Now, of course, when you pray for something stupid, we understand that that doesn't get answered. We, we get that, right? We understand that. But when you pray for something good and legitimate and it doesn't come to pass, why? It's a mystery. Perhaps God's will required something else. Perhaps to answer that prayer would have unforeseen negative consequences. Bad stuff would have happened. 
that you couldn't see if that prayer was answered. Maybe your prayer actually has already been answered. You just can't see it or understand it yet. Perhaps you are actually opposing by your actions the thing you prayed for. You say, I want this, but how you're behaving is actually opposing it. And since God respects our free will, God's not going to mess with you. He's going to allow that to happen so your prayer won't be answered. Perhaps there's a sin in your life or a situation. Perhaps prayer is about more than just asking stuff from God. Perhaps there's a deeper purpose to prayer. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. There's no doubt that sometimes unanswered prayer can be very painful. But sometimes unanswered prayer can be a great blessing. Christian prayer, there are many world religions, there are many ways of praying, but Christian prayer must always be offered in the spirit of, not my will, but thine. Not my will, but thine. Repeat after me, not my will, but thine. Now, that's easy to say at the end of a prayer, but it can be hard to settle into our hearts. Okay, time out is over. We can continue the sermon. This morning, Jesus challenges you to be persistent in prayer and persistent in faith. Do not lose hearts. So if you're a person who doesn't pray that much, you pray in the odd emergency, you kind of pray sometimes when you're at church, this is an invitation to you to start praying. Yeah, learn how to pray more deeply, sure, but just start praying today. And if you're a person who already prays sometimes, you're already a person of faith, you're already a person seeking justice, this is an invitation for you to keep at it, despite whatever obstacles are coming your way. Just like the persistent widow kept at it, despite the obstacles that came in her way. Be persistent in praying, even in the midst of unanswered prayer. Be persistent in praying always in the spirit of not my will, but thine. Our Lord Jesus, folks, holds up this woman, this widow, as an example. An example for you, an example for me. An example of persistence in prayer. Persistence in faith and persistence in seeking justice. So with God's persistent help, be persistent in prayer. Be persistent in your faith. Be persistent in seeking justice. In other words, folks, this passage, this teaching of Jesus, boils down all to this. For the Christian, persistence Praise. Amen.